Hey, toy fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Toy Lines Podcast. I am Ian Westhoff. With me as always... Tommy Romero. The one and only. Tom, how are you doing this week? Thank God. <laughs> uh, good. A little tired. Got vaccinated. That was interesting. Get the uh, J&J? I did. I got the one shot, so I'm good to go. Yeah. That's good. Some more people will get in it. That's good. Um, you feel yeah, like- there's, there's like a giant um campaign going on now trying to get people to get vaccinated oh the problem is even here in in, in jersey is that they're you know they're running out so they have enough for like the second dose but not for people going for the first dose so thank god the uh johnson johnson's coming out you know rolling out now that yeah it was fine people People were talking about side effects and things of that nature, but my shot was fine. Didn't hurt. Um, I got a little sleepy. Yeah. That I've was heard, about it. You know, your arm hurts a little. Um, no, it was good. She told me, um, just exercise it, drink lots of water. I was quarantined in my vehicle for 15 minutes. Then they sent me home. Yeah, I've also heard things like, you know, sleepy, um, Maybe a little stuffy, flu-like, or, or I guess COVID-like symptoms, we should say. But, you know, um, you know. Yeah, like I said, I, I got home, I took a nap, and I was good to go. And everybody's different, too, you know. Like, some people might not react to it. Like, Wolverine wouldn't react to it. It was just like, yeah. you know. So, uh, but, you know, the more people do, the better we are. Just stop wearing these masks, you know, eventually. And... And I also want to throw out, uh, a lot of people are like, where are your toy reviews? You keep talking about Kickstarter spawn. It is coming. Unfortunately, the website is moving. Same address, just different host. So we're not going to put any new items up on the site for at least a month. We're going to have like a housewarming. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But uh, here, uh, talk to them real quick. I have to get something. Talk to them. Well, uh, folks, if you haven't known... People of Eternia is doing incredible work on He-Man. I myself don't know too much about He-Man. Um, what do I know about? I don't know much about He-Man. Oh, he's back. Good. Talk about Rocketeer Radio, man. <laughs> I think I bored it. Like, but look, is... look what came in the mail, folks. Is that the Kickstarter? That is Kickstarter Spawn. The first and only time we've seen him, well, prior to now. That is a long collar on his cape. Toy Fair. Like, it's like beautiful. Doctor Strange long. It's beautiful, but I will give him the proper introduction. This is just a sneak peek. This thing is incredibly beautiful. I mean, look at the detail. Is that heavy? Heavy? Uh, yeah. No. No, kind of lightweight, but but I mean, look how cool this is. Okay. I came up with so many interesting poses for this figure. I mean, Todd has created something remarkable. Uh, he should be proud. I mean... The sword alone that he comes with, beautiful. I mean, etched with markings, you know, the spawn symbol. It's a beautiful. Folks, you have to look into this, but I would promise it will be up. Todd will give him the proper explanation okay. on it. So Nice. Very good. Yeah, I love it. So uh, what do you got up first for us, Tommy? Snyder Cut. It was out. All four beautiful hours of it. And by beautiful, I mean just that. No story, beautiful visuals. So, there was if you were, I'm sorry, go on. 
Uh, oh, sorry. I was going to say there, you know, there was a big push to get this out, right? Yes. Was it worth it? I didn't see either, so I, I can't. Well, opinion on it. How can I put this nicely? If you were for it, I understand, and you're probably satisfied with what you received with the mm -hmm. cut. For me, I just wanted to see outtakes, really. So I didn't want to see a whole new version of the movie. But now that it was out there, I was curious. But here's how I see it. Josh Whedon is all about character. Whereas Zack Snyder, in my opinion, is all about pretty pictures. Now granted, you go to the movies, you don't want to see, you know, something that looks Shit. ugly. Yeah, right. Focus. I mean, he is truly a master filmmaker. I know everybody makes fun of him because of the slow motion and stuff. That doesn't bother me. I mean, you really, I mean, sometimes you really do want to capture that moment and be in that moment for as long as you possibly can. And I, I understand that. I respect that. However, at the same time, you also want to see a story behind it. This is what I tell people when they ask me. It's essentially a four-hour graphic novel come to life. Like, you have every little detail in this movie. Like, one of the things... I was talking to my wife about it, and she didn't like the fact that... You know, it seemed like 15 minutes for Lois Lane to give a cop a cup of coffee. You know? And I get that. You know, maybe... Like, even when I was going through it, I was like, eh, maybe that should have been cut. Maybe that should have been cut. But there were other things compared to the Whedon that should have stayed on the Snyder Cut. Like little, like the big one, I, my biggest pet peeve about this one was, so in the Whedon one, when they bring back Superman and he's battling them, Batman is five steps ahead of the game. He's like, hey, you know, he calls Alfred in the Whedon version and he's like, send in the big guns. Lois Lane was the big gun or big weapon. Why is Lois Lane a big weapon? Because when he came back, Superman didn't quite know what was going on. He was okay. almost like a like a zombie. All right. As soon as he saw Lois, everything came back. Okay. So is it Jeremy Irons as Alfred? Yes. Okay. So that I believe they could have kept in the Snyder cut. Because in the Snyder Cut, Lois just happens to show up because she gave the cop a cup of coffee. So she just happened to be there. So that really didn't make sense. There was, there was a lot of plot holes and elements that didn't really grasp as far as a story. Visually, it looked beautiful. My favorite scene, and I'll be honest with you, don't know why it was in there. But it was beautifully shot. It was a beautiful scene. I know it's not a popular scene. It's the one where Flash is at the pet store and he sees this girl. It's Iris, but he doesn't know it's Iris yet. So outside the pet store, he's begging for or inside the pet store. Flash is begging for a job. But at the corner of his eye, Iris gets into a car accident. As soon as he sees her fly out of her car and in the air, he goes full flash mode through the glass to rescue her. Did he break the glass or did he vibrate through it? He broke it, which also bugged me 
Hmm. I was like, he didn't even have to vibrate through it because it wasn't locked. He could have just opened it. The door? Yeah. <laughs> At least that's how I see it. it take too much time. That's what I thought. I was like, well, you're the fastest man alive. Just open the door. You don't have to go through glass. <laughs> and another thing that kind of bugged me. Now, granted, I know he would have melted the soles on his shoes. Mm-hmm. But why was he barefoot? I know it's nitpicky, but it just bugged me. So he rips out of his sneakers, like just flies right in, not Whoa. literally fly, but he runs fast enough. Why did he get out of his sneakers? Like he from running so fast or he took them off? No, he ripped right through them. The speed force just, yeah. So he breaks through the glass. She's up in the air with her car. He runs out. Um, There's a song called uh, Siren, Siren of the Sea or something. It was playing in the background. I mean, the whole thing was beautiful. It was my favorite scene in the whole movie. Makes not one bit of sense (laughs) in the, you know, throughout the story, but it was so beautiful. You know, she's up in the air. He's running towards her. Granted, you know, she's still up in the air and, you know, he's playing with her hair to, you know, see her face, you know, wraps her arms up so she doesn't break anything, you know, gently, gently pushes her down. Now, this is Zack Snyder's attempt at humor, I believe. So this whole scene, I mean, it kind of ruined the scene for me, but. You know, again, that's my personal opinion. He's got this beautiful girl, beautiful music in the background. He's saving her. There's a hot dog flying because the truck also hit a hot dog stand. There's a hot dog flying right next to her face. He grabs the hot dog, puts it in his pocket. So while he's doing that, gently places her down. All of a sudden, we come back to life. The speed force is done. The car crashes, blows up. She's looking at him. He runs back into the pet store and is surrounded by dogs. Takes out the hot dog that he grabbed while he was saving her life. And, you know, he was like, I get the job, right? Because I always carry meat products, you know, for times of crisis for dogs. So he didn't even use the hot dog for like, like in, in um, the show, The Flash, back in the 90s. Every time Barry Allen would use his speed force he'd burn calories you know he'd have to constantly eat Just oh yeah they, they, met, the wa- they talk about that okay like when when uh, barry meets bruce wayne he's eating a whole pizza by himself yeah and he's explaining about the f- speed force to bruce and things like that visual like i said visually fantastic you get to see dark side we never saw him in the weeding cut you get to see you know these beautiful rendered scenes you know you're on themiscara you see grain of goodness you know john jones martian manhunter makes an appearance doesn't really do anything again a lot of problems with the with the story not just not you know i'm not just going to blame the writer but the overall story beautifully shot you know great to look at but the story kind of fails you whereas the weed in wasn't a great story, but there was a lot more characterization, like with whom I'm dubbing Wolverine Aquaman. You know, there's a scene where he's 
he's on the Batmobile and he's like, my man. And I was like, all right, all right. That's kind of funny. And then there's another scene in the Whedon verse version. Um, oh, so everybody's there. They actually kept this one. Everybody's there. We're, they're all talking to Jim Gordon and they all disappear. And the flash is looking around. He's like, Oh no, they, they left. That's rude. That's so rude. And then he leaves. So I'm glad they kept that in, but you got to see more of those type of elements more in the Whedon version than Zack Snyder. Like his, like I said, his attempt at humor was flash grabbing the hot dog. You know, they expanded a lot more on cyborg. Kind of sounds like yeah. just almost two different movies completely. Well, yes and no. I mean, they're like when they did, it's not the best example, but Lord of the Rings came out theatrical release, and then it came out as an extended edition later on in DVD. And it did explain stuff, but Peter mm-hmm. Jackson, I believe, feels that the theatrical release is the movie. Right. He did. He did the extended version for the fans. That's why he released all that extra stuff. I mean, if you want to see a, if you want to see DC characters look amazing, this is the movie for you. If you know, if you want to hear a story or, you know, somewhat of a story, then maybe the Josh Whedon one's better suited for you. Hmm. You know, like I said, there's there's some cool stuff he kept. Oh, I just remembered now. So there's a scene where the Flash is running. They're all battling Superman. He just, you know, just came back to life and he's fighting the Justice League. So the Flash is thinking he's going to outrun Superman. So he's got Wonder Woman in one arm. He's got Aquaman in the other. The Flash thinks he's going to outrun him. And the Flash is in the Speed Force and he's running. All of a sudden, very slowly, you see Superman's eyes start to move towards the Flash. But what the Flash realizes is he's moving his eyes just as fast as the Flash is running. So right at that moment, you could see on Barry's face that he's terrified. He's like, how is Superman doing this? Now, was it the weeding cut where they had the race at the end? Yes, which I think he should have left in. But uh, again, he didn't want to use any footage. Right. He didn't want any weeding footage in his version. So, Which, you know what? I mean... Honestly, I think it does a disservice to both of them. Well, yeah, this uh, it's like think about Solo, the, the Star Wars story. Ron Howard took over, right? But wouldn't you love to see the Miller and Lord version though? But didn't they leave footage in? I don't know. I don't think they reshot the whole film. I think they reshot parts of it. No. Yeah, they said it was more of a comedy. That's why. Yeah. That's why they got rid of them. It's but you know what. If you think about it, this is something that's gone on in films forever. Um, right. That's another thing Superman I don't Superman 2. You know, they replaced Dick Donner with... Um, they had R- his Richard cut. Lester. They had his cut. But even The Wizard of Oz um, had four directors in right. the course of that movie being made. And now, there's, not, there's not a cut for each guy. It's just, you know, Victor Fleming well, gets credit. Right. But I think, I think the big story is not so much that there's two versions, but that the fans made this version happen. So I think that's where the real story is because I was even thinking, why are they saying this? George Lucas did the same thing with the original trilogy. He made the special edition. Yeah. He kind of made his own, his own exactly. cut of empire and, and Jedi. That's a good point. Right. 
But I think it's the fan input, you know. And then another big question is, well, all right, so they did this with the Snyder Cut. What other movies are fans going to attack now? Because let's face it, I mean, the Star Wars community right now, very vocal, very angry. You know, so it'd be interesting to see. I mean... That was was the thing. Wasn't there a thing they wanted the Abrams cut for the last Star Wars movie that he... The, well, isn't there a Lucas cut for Last I'm Jedi? I'm sorry, that that's what I meant. That that's yeah. what I. Oh, it was not Last Jedi. It was um, Return of Skywalker, or whatever the heck it's called. What, what Rise of Skywalker. Right. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big Star Wars fan. I don't even know the name of it. Um, <laughs> yes, there's supposed to be a Lucas cut that was supposed to be incredible. Right. Um, that would be interesting to see. So I guess I understand the point of this. Um. So, so yeah, so that's my official take on it. I mean, if you love pretty pictures with these characters, you know, I mean, go for it. You know, if you have four hours to burn. Right, I mean, quick. I I had to sit through two hours each moment. Which, who, who in your opinion, just because I like this, this topic, who wins in a race, Flash or Superman, in your opinion? I don't know. I mean, I, it's a tough call. But here's what bugs me. All right, so Flash has the Speed Force, right? right. And he's, he's racing Superman. Superman still has his cape on. So that's a whole bunch that's, of drag. Yes, yes. I was going to say that's drag. Now, should Superman be flying or running? Running. No, he can't. Flash can't fly. Right. And uh, there's just been um, a cover of the Flash where he where Superman's flying. They're running. They're, he, Flash is running on water. Superman's flying over it. No, nah, he should be running. Yeah, but yeah, he's got to lose the cape because exactly. Oh yeah, but think about this now. Superman is at a disadvantage. He's he's got the cape, so there's drag. Mm-hmm. So even if he's neck and neck with Barry, technically he's faster. But that's you know, if we're going to quote the Incredibles, no capes. That's his choice to wear the cape. True. You know, but, but yeah, I don't think he should wear the cape when he does it. I agree. Right. Um, because probably well, without the cape, he's probably faster than Barry. See, I, I always feel that Superman's only this way because of the Earth's yellow sun. Right. So this Barry is pure speed force. Therefore, he will win regardless. Uh, I mean, yeah, um, I, I think in, in the end... It's not it's, up to us, unfortunately. It's, it's, it's whose ever opinion it is, whatever your choice is. Oh, yeah, totally. Like your favorite character is Superman. And of course, like I say this to my sister all the time to annoy her. Oh, but, yeah. This, you know. this, is a, this is an argument that's been raging on since, you know, the beginning of comics. Yeah. You know, like I said, I, I bust my sister. She likes Superman and I like the Flash. And I'm like, no, nah, man, Superman will lose. I do the same thing with Thor fighting Superman. Thor's going to win. Magic. He's got the hammer. He's a demigod, mm. you know. So yeah, you know, and again, but it's your personal opinion. Oh yeah. Did you watch uh, Falcon in the Winter Soldier? I did on Disney Plus. What a, are your th- thoughts? I liked it. It was a good pilot, excellent pilot. It's a yeah. It was a great setup. I mean, in the beginning, um, it didn't feel like fifty minutes. No, it went fast. It went too fast. Super fast. I kind of, I was actually hoping they had a second one there, and they didn't. Um, so like you know, because they had one for Wandavision, right. but uh, yeah, I felt it was a good setup. 
the action in, in, in the beginning of the show was so cool with uh falcon um we get to see a bit about you know bucky and uh kind of coming to terms and going to therapy and how he's living now what i th think i said about this the other day when he's coming back from therapy and he sees his friend nori and he's arguing with the guy about the trash the dude's name who's arguing with him is munique okay right and he's he takes it he, he actually stops in mid fight to explain his name. He's like, when is my name is Monique? It's like unique, but with an M. And I'm oh, like, okay. why is he doing it? That is that a setup? A setup for something later maybe, on. Maybe yeah, maybe it'll pay off later. Or you know, like maybe or, just or it's just something a to talk about. Stupid line, and we're only going to see this guy once. But I I think, and every time I make a, a prediction. For Disney Plus, I'm wrong, but I was thinking this guy's gonna somehow play into it later on. Maybe he's part of that. Um, the flag smasher. What are they called? Flag smashers. Those dudes, the red mask, the hand. Yes. yes, yes. Maybe he's part of them. Um, so now you know what's interesting. I heard a rumor, and I, I'm really hoping this comes true. Uh, Isaiah Bradley is gonna somehow be in this show now. If you're a comic fan, you may know who Isaiah Bradley is. It's the uh, original Captain America's grandson. Yes, from two. No, not grandson. They were. Uh, he was never related to Steve. No, no. Are we talking about Captain America Truth or no? Yes. Yeah. So the first Captain America before Rogers, who right. took the serum, had a grandson or a great grandson. I don't think they were related. Oh, they weren't. Okay, so. but that's that's kind of like what, what we're talking about, right? The very first test subject was a African American, right? That volunteered for it, and, and he be, he was the original Captain America, right? And then they kind of just left it all, like you know, forgot about it, right? They never talked about it again. Uh, so he might be in it. That's that what I'm be, hoping. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That would be, that would be. yeah. I kind of hope they go with. Um, so you know, at the end, we see the winter, um, the new Captain America or U.S. agent, whatever you want to call him. And I really hope goofy face, man. Yes, that wasn't very flattering. Yeah, I don't. Moments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they should have they should have gotten Zack Snyder just to do that one introduction scene. It would have really, looked pretty then. I really hope they do uh, his storyline where he goes he goes crazy, although that might be too much. Does John Walker go crazy? One of them does. Um, mm -hmm. I just wish he had the black suit. Yes, yes, and, and and you know maybe that'll come up later on. Maybe if they do a season two, maybe somebody, maybe if Bucky becomes him later on down the road, if they do that. And this or, series is going to be quick, six episodes, right? I think the, probably the most. One division, I think, was the rarity that I had nine or so and kenobi's even less i think i think it's four four or six but see i don't understand that though like yeah. why not just make a movie if you well here's the thing if you're gonna make them that long uh that that many episodes then you need to make them at least an hour long to get yeah, but that's a movie yeah but if you're making four of them that's two movies yeah, that but... you get out in one year i don't know i, I just I miss the days of, uh, I mean, 
gosh, the shortest was what 13 episodes back in the day, depending on what it was. Sure, yeah, well, well, you know, well yeah, unless it was a mini series. Then again, we're spoiled with shows like Supernatural, where that's where a season would have um, so many episodes go on hiatus for right. winter and have the summer season or whatever you want to call it, where there was almost like 30 episodes. Not every show does that or, or did that. You know, nothing does that now because, you know, the budget pandemic too. Yeah. But, um, you know, even a regular show, um, I just know that when I was watching that show, that one had that many episodes per season, like at least between 20 and 30. And whereas some shows didn't, and you kind of like, it's over? Yeah. What the hell? So, um, so Bucky's got some problems now psychologically. But, but, well, yeah, makes sense. PTSD, yeah. Um, I think, uh, the lady who was his therapist looked very familiar, actress wise, like she was in something else, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to when they start working together and you kind of see like the uh, the, the bitter rivalry sort of. And then I think it's going to be one of those buddy pitches where they don't like each other at first and yeah, slowly become friends. Yeah. yeah. So I am looking forward to it. Here's um, one thing I can't figure out either. So Sam needs money for his family's business. Right. Just go over to Pepper. I'm sure she'd be like, here, we got tons. She probably you would. Know? Although she probably would. But then again, he's. Uh, you know, he's the type of guy who wants Prop. to make, make it on his own. Yeah, he doesn't want to, like, ask for a handout. He wants to, like, earn it. Right, I get that. But at the same time, you could, I don't know. I, I Somebody came to me, and I had a billion dollars. I'd be like, yeah, here. I mean, Stark, could he have had a pension plan for these guys? Sure. Did he? No. But, you know. Uh, yeah. It was there is a rumor regarding Kenobi. Not regarding Kenobi, regarding the Rogue One TV show prequel mm -hmm. thing, that Kenobi might be in it. I've heard oh. before Kenobi, but again, rumors are <laughs> yeah. So um, I love the fact that Rhodey was in there. That yes. we got to see Don Cheadle. And the interesting is thing is the Cat Museum. That was great. Well, there was. There was one in Civil War or... Yeah, uh, right. Uh, uh, um, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, thank you. Yeah. The interesting thing is that the two of them are very much alike now. You got Sam mourning Cap. And you got um, Rhodey mourning Stark. And, oh, that's a good you know, they're kind yeah. of, you know, know where each other's coming from in a way. And what really sucks is, is for Sam when he gives up that... When he gives a shield to the museum... And then at the end of the show, you see um, the new Cap walk out. It's like a slap to the face for him. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, he's like, you know, she's just freaking kept the thing. So, uh, yeah, that's um, interesting. I like, the fact, I like the fact Rhodey just flat out asked him. He's like, why aren't you doing this? Yeah. You know, and and I, like you said, Sam's, Sam's proud, you know, and I mean... That 
See, John Walker doesn't know what that shield means. No, at this moment. but the also another thing is it's intimidating in a way. Of course, you know he saw firsthand what Cap could do. Um, I think anybody who who saw Cap that close would be like, I I, I can't do this. You know, it's like li- living up to his legacy. Right. You know, right. Um, right. And Those shoes are too big. Yeah, and of course he's he will be able to live up to it. And, and you know, make he would he wouldn't make Rogers proud, but you know, like you, anybody who's offered that chance is going to be like, yeah, right. But think about at the this. same at the same time, at the end of uh, Endgame, he was like, "Here, this is yours. You're you're ready. You know, this but is if, my permission, but for you to carry on." If we go, if we were going to know, I like to look at these pictures with the hero's journey in mind. That scene there is. Um, Falcon's call to adventure. You got his mentor passing on the shield. You got Ben Kenobi passing on the lightsaber. And he's and what happens? The hero always refuses the call at first, and that's what Sam did. He, he hands the shield back. He's like, "I can't do this." Luke says, "I can't go to Alderaan. I'll take you to Anchorhead. That's as far as I can go." If you follow um, Campbell's hero's journey you'll, you'll see these are the steps that they go through in, in, in every film wizard of oz and you know obviously star wars and, and things so so forth but um it, it's gonna work its way around is what i'm saying and it's cool to see that they do that so i, I love looking at a movie or a tv show that has a storyline like this and doing the hero's adventure um or the hero the hero of a thousand faces Joseph Campbell, whatever you want to call it. Um, everyone has it. And it's one of my sad little things I do when I watch something. I, I like I like to pick it out. I'm like, okay, that's that there. And that's, you know, uh, that's just what I do. <laughs> but uh, so Disney Plus, though, is doing pretty great work so far, I would say. Oh, we yeah. Got, we got yeah. Um, an original Star Wars content. Very successful. A Marvel one that was already successful with WandaVision. Right. And it looks like we're going to be successful with um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Late Recently, news is broke. Now, with all the original content they have, they're finally doing things with content that they had bought. So recently, it was announced um, what will be coming on to Disney Plus in April. One of the I I'm, I'm so happy about this time, the 2D animated micro series, the Clone Wars, of uh, mm. correct me what his name, Jendi Tarkovsky, Tartakovsky. Thank you. That's going to be on Disney Plus. Yes. I, I'm time. so so glad they're putting it on, and that they recognize it. You know and what else is coming? I, yeah. Oh, I, what else? Bova. Yes, that's the next one. So this is very interesting that they're doing this, that they recognize it for what it is, but not for where it came from. The story of the faithful Wookiee, which came from the Star Wars holiday special and our first appearance of Boba Fett, that cartoon, I guess, is going to be considered a short on Yeah, why not just Disney put the Plus. whole the whole Christmas special? Because on? it's awful. 
And there might be rights, though, like um, what all their characters and Jeff Jefferson Starship or Airplane, whatever they were calling themselves back then. So cut that. I just want to see Lumpy look at a hologram for two hours. I would cut the whole thing. You know, <laughs> I would just put that part in. Um, both Ewok made-for-TV movies, um, Caravan of Courage. Those were fun. Those yes, and, and a Battle for Endor. That, yeah, I know they get a lot they of get, heat they for They got trash done. Well, here's the I thing. enjoyed them growing up. I As loved a kid, them. My sure. mom loved them. Um, 84 was the Ewok Adventure, Caravan of Courage. 85 was the Battle for Endor. Um, Wicket was in both of them, uh, played by Warwick Davis. Um, the first one had Burl Ives as the narrator. If you look at your Christmas holidays things, he's a snowman from Rudolph, I believe. The narrator, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh, the round, uh, the round yeah. snowman with the yeah. Now, the main kids are Sindel. If I say her name right, played by Aubrey Miller and Mace by Eric Walker. They're in both episodes. And it's, I always like to point out Mace, this is where, for Mace Windu, there was this guy. So it's always inter interesting to see what Lucas recycles. He never throws anything away. If you notice, like mm. things that he had uh, originally in Raiders, he had a couple of time and put in Temple of Doom. And Same he also, Star Wars. He also created something we're going to talk about very shortly. All right. So, um, and then the Battle of Endor had um, Wilfred Brimley as Noah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Ewoks cartoon is coming on Disney+. Plus. Nice. Both seasons. Um, there's only like 13 episodes, I believe. Yeah. Maybe what about seasons. droids? There's no mention of droids. Uh, believe it or not. And I'm a little shocked about that, but I'm not putting it past. I, I say, I'm guessing they will. Um, At some sooner point, or later. Yeah. Um, I'm one now. I'm thinking also. Will they put out detours? Oh. Star Wars detours. Yeah, is it That's a good I, call? I would say with them putting out uh, the micro series, there's a better chance now. And with the uh, the faithful Wookiee, there's a better chance now than there we thought there was. Right. right. Are we? You know, I don't know what the content was of the show was there any like you know suggestive humor or anything that they may want to take out possibly i don't know maybe that's what's holding them up but i would say we have a better chance than normal or whatever so to speak and then before we get off this topic this is something i found very interesting um hasbro has dropped all gina carano mandalorian toys they are no longer approved for production. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody did. Funko now, Pop, all that stuff. I okay. still have my Cara Dune and, you know. Well, here's what this is what I was thinking. First, I, was, I didn't know it was Funko. So thank you for pointing that out. No, I'm here, saying in addition to Funko. Funko all her did. pops. Yeah. All her pops are discontinued. Anything right. with her likeness is gone. So it, this is that, that's what I wanted to say because I, so I didn't know Funko was doing that or did that. I just thought it was Hasbro. No, everybody's doing right. it. Right. So first I thought it was a Hasbro decision, but this must be coming from Disney. Yeah. No, so, this was, yeah. So in a way, they just created an extremely most likely valuable collectible. Oh, yeah. Somebody offered me $1,000 for my Cara Dune the other day. So there you go. It's like, 
uh, well, uh, I know that she was um had a bunch of stuff that she signed and was you know selling or whatever. But uh, I just think that's an extremely stupid move. Why not just sell it and make your money? Um, that's true. Well, I I guess they don't want to be associated with her but anymore. Then it, yeah. Which is, I mean, but the whole thing—the whole thing, in my opinion, I'll be honest—and we're gonna get hate mail now, so oh, I'm yeah. fine with that. I don't think they should have. We just, yeah, no, done what they did. You know, uh, we're gonna get more hate mail, and we're gonna lose a couple of viewers. They were out together from the beginning. They finally had the chance, and even Pedro Pascal has said things on his Twitter that wasn't politically correct and has gone un, un, undamaged. I don't think it should be up to the fans to decide the casting. I think it should be this person worked. It shouldn't be up to the fans to say, get this person fired. It should be, you know what? They're, you don't have to like the actor or the actress. Um, it's the character that they're playing. Exactly. So... Now, if there's an actor who turns out to be an extremely horrible person like Jeffrey Jones and what he was arrested for, then by all means, get rid of everything about him. But I think this, in, in a way, was uh, too much. Um, and if you don't know what happened to Jeffrey Jones, I don't want to say it, just look it up. It's quite disgusting. <laughs> so, yeah. So... For anybody who has those toys, you have a very nice collectible. You can probably send your kids to college on. And then Loki's coming out in yes. June. Yes. How about um, that? I'm, I was looking at this, and I was thinking, what does that mean behind them? It's like a clock. So I'm, I'm like, now I'm just like looking for things. Like, what does it all mean? You know, like the collar, the this, the that, you know, the outfit. I told you, just sit back and enjoy it. Yes. Oh, yeah. So that's coming out June 11th. 11th. Yep. That's going to be great. I can't wait for that show. Yeah. So it's going to be Falcon. I can't wait. Oh, go on. I was just sorry. I was going to say it's going to be Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. Then Loki. What about What If? Christmas, I heard. That was okay. the last I heard of it. Okay. I can't wait for What If. Besides WandaVision, that's the next thing I'm most looking forward to. I gotta say, I have no idea what what Loki's about. Even seeing the trailer, and I'm, you know what, I'm good. I'll, I'll be surprised. It, it's Loki, so it's like I just want to see it. I like the actor; um, he's a great character. You know, it's it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. So let's get into some news. News, 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 <laughs> news, news, news. Do you remember and, Gary Gnu? Remember Zoni, what? Uh, good news for Gary Gnu's or something yes. like that? Yeah. What was he from? Great Space Coaster. Yes. Great Space Coaster. Right. I'm pretty, I'm you know pretty sure he was. A and you great know what? Space. Speaking of kids' shows, Reading Rainbow, LeVar Burton, mm -hmm. they really should have him as the host for Jeopardy. Right? I think. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it since he died. No, it, it, neither have I. And it's all like different hosts. It's just like, oh, pick really? somebody. Yeah, it's like pick somebody. It's gonna be pick a him and get going. He. It, I don't even know why they're waiting. He's the yeah. perfect choice. 
Yeah. Uh, he's a classy guy. I wonder guy. if he wants to do it. He actually commented on um the petition that fans are putting out and, and rec- for recommendation of him, and he was like he was flattered. Um, he should do it. I mean, we're, I would love for him to do it. I mean, we all, you know, our generation grew up on reading Rainbow. I mean, he, you know, he showed us books. You know, yeah. he, and and you know what? That's the thing. Pat Sajak has been on forever as um, Will of Fortune. Um, I already forgot his name from Jeopardy. Trebek has been on for God knows how long, you know, since we were around. Right. It's time for the next one. And why not? I, mean, I, I think he would be great on that show. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. So is there a Gary Ganoo story coming in? No, I, I yeah. just remembered him the other day. I was like, hey, we do news. And Gary Ganoo's. <laughs> So, we're old folks, but not as old as this beauty. This the amazing Yamaguchi Iron Spider that we mentioned last week. Which was red and gold. The red and gold comic version. And they've announced a black version. 6.3 inches tall, 32 points of articulation, $80. So this was not in the comic, is that correct? This outfit right here, the black? I don't know. Okay. I this think just, I think I have seen it somewhere else. So really, it maybe maybe it was in the comic. It's really nice, but I, I gave up comics a while ago. I don't think it's as striking as the red one, but it's really nice. I'll and, be honest with you, my one of my favorite Iron Man armors besides the red and silver yeah, is the black one. and is the black and gold. Interesting. I've never seen that one. Yeah, it's it really looks nice the color scheme on on the armor. This is really cool. Eighty bucks, man. Yeah, but like last week, I mean, it comes with the same yeah, stuff. It's totally I, worth it. I just want to like, if I had this, I'd want to open it and play with it. Oh and yeah, I, totally. I, I don't think I can open up an eighty dollar toy. You but, could. Well, you know, I, mean, what? I could, but I don't know if I feel good about it later on. You can open up a Kickstarter spawn if you purchased it. Because it comes with a resealable package. See, that's cool. Yeah. That's nice. No card being ripped. No, not, that's nice. No, well, the card itself is the comic. So it's very smart. And speaking of comics, if you have not done this, you're doing yourself a disservice. Eastman uh, and Laird. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin, Director's Cut. So, how good uh, is it? Did you read it? I did. Beautiful. What's, what's the uh, difference in it, if you don't mind me drinking water while I hear this? Uh, all right, so spoilers. So originally, April was supposed to have two husbands. She couldn't stand Casey, so she got a divorce, met some other guy, had some kids. So that was like a big that. one. That like was that. a big one. Yeah, well, if you don't like that, you're going to hate this. Oh, boy. The original idea was that Raphael loses it and he attacks Splinter. And he kills Splinter? He doesn't kill him, but he brings him to the brink. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. Thank so God. So this was written up and drawn? No, this was just written up. Back this in just the a 80s. script. Yeah. No, not even a script, just an outline. Breakdown. Uh, uh, oh, so is so is the director's cut extra pages or is it just outline? no it's just the outline and all of kevin eastman's ideas for the for okay so, so it's like um okay 
That isn't okay. That's good to it's know. It's like a first draft, if you Excellent. will. Okay, yeah, yeah uh, that's very strange. Um, I'm glad they didn't go that route. No, I'm glad too. I mean, it's 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 real. It's realistic as far as um. April I mean and the it, yeah, but you know what? If they left that, uh, it wouldn't have been fun. But I would get it. But yeah. Raph attacking Splinter, that just seems even for Raph, that's way too far. Yeah. That's so very interesting. Yeah. 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 If you haven't got if you haven't picked it up, get the director's cut. Hopefully they're still because I actually had to go to two different stores before just to find, getting, one. Just to find one. And are they are they making one for each app for each issue? No. Just just issue one? I think so, yeah. Interesting. Well, I hope it's in the graphic novel. So Ramen Toys is bringing back the Centurions, but what they really mean is Commander 80. So here's a rendition of Scott McCloud, the ace pilot from the Centurions. And they're also coming out with uh, Max Ray, the aqua leader, and Jake Rockwell, the rock guy. So... I don't know. You didn't this? like you didn't like the Centurions. I didn't watch it. Okay. So what is this? What is the new line called? Something eighty. Commander eighty. Commander eighty. Is that a reference to the nineteen eighties? Probably. The helmet looks like a mask. Yes, it was. Um, it looks like that, he's got the rocket well, I mean, backpack. I'm kind of well. He was the the air guy or right. the pilot. What are the holes on the front of his outfit for? Parts. Okay. Just like the vintage. I think I've seen the toy view. Well, it was a cartoon as well, right? Yeah. I, I with just. That, with that poor girl up in that satellite with her two dogs. Oh, those poor dogs. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've ever seen. The, I never watched the show. I think it was. It was like that. Screen. Like it was like right after. Um, right after I kind of like. Not that I stopped watching cartoons. I just wasn't watching those cartoons. No, oh, I was watching everything. You yeah. know, last night, last night we were done watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna be lazy. So, believe it or not, I watched Superman '78, the first one, and then I started watching a whole bunch of Popeye cartoons for some reason. <laughs> it's so random what you watched, like yeah. Superman the Popeyes, like, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, speaking of Superman, the animated series on HBO Max, crystal clear. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah they redid it in HD. We announced it. How it's so it's beautiful. Sparkling bright colors. Yes. Yeah, I mean they yeah, it was I'm glad they did it. It, it that show definitely deserved that type so now, of treatment. Are they doing it to Batman? Oh yeah, they did it to Batman years ago. How did it look? I mean, it, it, it's in 4K. Like, can you see the pencils strokes on this thing? <laughs> I don't know if they went that deep, but it, it's it's a good. Must be nice though to see the colors like so bright, you know? Yeah, because my bootleg, my bootleg kind of has like that filter almost. Yeah, but but yeah, it looks really nice on HBO Max. And you know what else looks nice What's from that? the Snyder cut from Hot Toys? Dex Snyder Justice League two pack featuring. Uh, I'm gonna call this at the end Batman, because there's a whole another segment, which still I don't understand. I think they were trying to, 
I think he was trying to incorporate Batman the last night or yeah, the last night. Cause there's a scene there with, with Joker. I'm sorry. I, I don't like Jared letters. Joker. I don't care what you put him in, but anyway, here's just as Zack Snyder's justice league ending Batman with the goggles and the long jacket. And he comes with black suit Superman. Now, the guy who played Superman was Henry Cavill. Cavill. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I, I think he did a good job. I yeah, mean, I haven't seen all of the Superman that he was in. I'll be honest with you, but well, um, I didn't like Man of Steel. Yeah, I, I didn't see all of it. I thought that was inappropriate. The whole Why is thing. That? Why was it? Well, on? Superman shouldn't kill, even his enemies. Yeah, he's okay. always Superman. Yeah, and not even that, but there was other ways to do it. But you know, I'm. Kicking a dead horse. I mean, he could just put his hand over his eyes and but you know who did snap a neck though? Wonder Woman in the comics. Killed Maxwell Lord, snapped his neck right before the 52 just went. No. He was done. And this is what makes me think about Batman. Okay. Batman and the Joker. You know, like should the only way the Joker's ever gonna stop is if Batman did that. But Batman doesn't do that. So, you know, you can have this whole little debate. About you know is Batman enabling him or you know we can you know not to be discussed now because you could always say that for another time but you know it's always interesting to think like you know about Batman and, and his villains especially ones as, as dangerous as the Joker. So the two pack both one sixteenth normal hot toys the likeness on Cavill looks good but I mean that could be anybody underneath that Batman mask. Yes, yeah, I think it's Michael Keaton. Yeah, right. Oh, that oh, good pull. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, both the both figures come in the same set $515 from Hot Toys. Holy smokes! And now let's get into something that Hasbro has recently announced. And you thought George R. Binks was hated. Hasbro Pulse, the Black Series, has announced Jackson. Oh, yes. His head looks so ugly. And I'm not even like hating on the character because I read the comic as a kid and it didn't bother me. Marvel Star Wars but, issues seven through nine. Oh my goodness, he's ridiculous looking. It's like Bugs Bunny on I don't know. Actually, like, I, I never like, I never read the comic, so it was like right after the mo- the the movie adaption takes place. I think he I think Han Solo hires him for something. And it's been so long since I read this, but it was just like the most ridiculous thing. And the head, like in the box, he doesn't look too terrible. But when you see like the sculpt of his head, of oh, the, the is bumps, that is that burnt or I don't know. I mean, I'd rather see the tricks rabbit in there. For God's sake, that thing is just like fugly. It doesn't even look like a rabbit. To be honest. What is it? What is it about rabbits, though? Because he the He Man community had the same idea with Plundar. They're like, why Plundar? Well, he's a rabbit. He's a purple rabbit. Purple. So we got green and a purple rabbit. We got a green and a purple rabbit. I don't know. I guess the Easter Bunny. I guess I don't know. I guess. I mean, so you said it was. And whose idea was it for this character? Oh, this is George Lucas. He suggested. <laughs> yeah, he suggested a green. Let's put a six foot green rabbit in a, in a comic book. Yeah. 
Well, you know what? He was probably like, yeah, let's test the waters. I'm not putting him in a movie yet. Yeah, good good work, George, because you just yeah. saved yourself a lot of a uh... man. So from Crimson Empire, the Crimson Guards. This was a not great not story. to be confused with the Cobra Crimson Guard. Right. No, we're we're still in the Star Wars land. But I always love these. I used to call them Red Vaders when I was younger because I had no idea who they were. They just hung out with Palpatine. And that was the thing in in in, in Jedi. They don't do much. Right, they're, yeah, that, that's like, why I love the book. They're um, his royal guards, but you know, they have this helmet and a red cloth cape, and that was it. Um, so, I yeah. apologize, folks. There is a Darth Maul, but I believe this is from his own miniseries, Darth Maul from Marvel or Dark Horse. So, but, I apologize for not knowing. I should have known. So, this is the uh figure that's coming out, though, correct. These are, do, all these figures are based on books. I do like how the lightsaber can disconnect and be reconnected. Oh, okay. Nice. And you see right at the end of the, the one, the end of it, there's like a little knob. And I'm right. guessing it goes into the end of the other one to right, make it obviously. one. Which would be which is actually a really nice feature on a on a lightsaber like that. And then heir to the Empire Luke. Sorry. I want I want Mandalorian Luke. Yes. Well, <laughs> they kind of did in the Black Series. Yeah. Because I have one that's that looks like it. And then from Super 7, back to the future reaction. I'll tell you what. I like that you got Einstein. Yes. Um, you got the... Now, Einstein was originally... There was a Japanese version of these figures. And Einstein was included in that series. So I guess Brian from Super 7 picked up on that. He's like, yeah, we need to make Einstein. Got to make Einie. They got the Valterra skateboard. Um, got the hairdryer with the <laughs> yellow outfit and, and the Walkman. And you got Doc's crazy little headgear. Right. So it's Doc Brown in white radiation suit with Einstein. Marty in his yellow radiation suit trying to scare his father into asking out his mother. That's Darth Vader. Doc with his mind reading control contraption. Does he have the band-aid on his head, do you think? Because that would I, be a nice little detail. I think, yeah, he does. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're in the golden age of toys. I mean, of course he does. You know what did I they found? Did he yet? You, not for reaction. Although, no, look in the to. background. I know. I'm thinking, like, man, they need to make one. You know what I heard the other day? Crispin Glover's, like, very angry at this movie. He's pissed because, from what I read with the second one, um, they didn't use him because of. Um, I think he wanted more money, yeah. and and they were like, "Are you kidding? You're barely in this one, you know." And they wound up. Um, supposedly, one of the things is you know the guy who filled in for him, who took over the role, is one of the reasons why he's kind of like upside down. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, uh, but yeah, he. It's interesting how he didn't, um, he didn't come back for them, and and it's also interesting how um, why well, they never reused the girl from the first one, Jennifer. They they use Elizabeth Shue later on. Yeah, yeah. There's that's a weird. But movie. you know, it's like, a great you know, movie. But you know, I mean, they can make the Eric the Eric Stoltz version of Marty too if they're at it if they wanted. You know what? That's the second. 
thing I heard for fan relations that they want to bring back. They want the that Eric cut. Stoltz cut. The Eric Stoltz cut. Uh, from what I've heard, it's just they felt like it just wasn't working. You know, like yeah, the, I heard the same thing. You know, yeah. and, and you know, Eric Stoltz is a good actor. And they said they said his version was a lot darker. He he dressed that way. He seemed like more of like um like a punk rocker almost. Oh, okay. You know, just from what I've seen in the pictures. I mean, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So Diamond Select Toys has announced another wave of Lord of the yes. Rings figures. So we got Strider, or Aragorn, son of Arathorn, the king of Gondor, and a particularly nasty-looking orc. <laughs> he was, no. Now, I heard, I heard they were supposed to be flies. Flies? Or like some type of insect. That's why they look like that. Is that true? That's uh, the first I've heard of that. All right, it's probably not true. Then. So, the the likeness to Viggo Mortensen is pretty good. I wouldn't say his face is one hundred percent, but it, it it looks pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, it's very close. Um, the orc's armor is very nice. His face it does look look like one of the characters from the movie, one of the orcs. Um, it looks his, like a legion figure from Four Horsemen. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, that's right. And then the deforms from Diamond Select Toys are out. Now, Rocketeer, Rocketeer he looks great. Kermit, Jack Sparrow, Tron, Mad Hatter, Vincent Vincent's. Three. I, I love that they're putting out um, Vincent, and I honestly, I really want Vincent and Bob because those robots were so they're the best part of that movie. Seven ninety nine um, each, no articulation. That's right. Seven dollars. Yeah, blind box, I believe. Oh, okay. Are, are, I didn't know. Are they? I, I think so. And I really don't want to get a Tron figure. So I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with it. <laughs> to be honest with you, Tron's a good movie, but I just I don't need a figure of it. Right. They're also coming out with these mini statues, PVCs, Mandalorian, yeah. the gunslinger in his Beskar armor. So how much? And quantum suit, Captain America. These two will be $49.99. Oh, so it's kind of like the Rocketeer one. Yes. Okay. And then they're also coming out with Hulk with 16 points of articulation for $29.99. And then I guess he comes with a different head or... Part of a robot. Yeah, I don't know where, where that's from. I'll tell you, the green and purple just... Pop so well in this. It's yeah, it's iconic. Yeah, and they're also coming out with Muppets figures. I can't wait to get these guys. Oh, Stetler and Waldorf. I love these guys. Named after, um, I believe, hotels in New York City. If I remember my Muppets correct, they're awesome. They were the really one of the highlights of the show. They were definitely because even if it was like a guest star, you weren't crazy about. You yeah, know. they would they would lighten up and every scene. Yeah, um, it was uh, Jim Henson and Richard Hunt, and uh, they yeah. just God bless them. They were so good at what at that those characters. Yeah, and here's two badasses, Bunsen yeah. and Beaker. Yeah, there's a poster out there. I'm not gonna say it, but it makes uh, Beaker look look pretty tough. I'll just leave it at that. Beaker's interesting, you know he. He's almost like um, Stan Laurel. Yes, you know, and, and he, he was he was performed by Richard Hunt. He got 
Dr. Bunton Honeydew, who's got like no eyes. He's got like a head of a melon. And um, I think that was Dave Golez or Jerry Nelson. I can't remember who did his voice at the top of my head, but they look who's making these toys? Diamond Select. Yeah, they they're would they look say, incredible. Would, would you say they're better than the Palisades or equal? I'm gonna say equal right now. Yeah. Only because I'm going off memory. Yes. I do like Beaker saddle shoes. You know what? I'll be honest with you. For as many years, I probably didn't even notice when I was a kid. But to my recollection, I've never seen Beaker from like from like the stomach down. Well, that's the thing. Most of the Muppets, you didn't. Um, okay. And that was one. That was one of the issues with Palisades toys is that they had to figure out what do some of these guys look like. There are scenes in um, the Muppets Take Manhattan when they're riding a bicycle, right. or you might see their feet walk for a couple of minutes or a second, but. Normally, you don't see them. You always see them kind of like waist up. So it's a good point you make. You know, yeah, this is kind of like you figure what they would look like. Right. So, uh, but and hopefully soon not to be canceled. Yes, the Swedish with a chicken. With a chicken. That's awesome. Um, voiced by Jim Henson. He was great. Yeah. That's it. That original Muppet show was just. The original voices, I probably sound like an old man, but you can't beat that. Jim Henson was so great. Uh, the man was a genius. Oh, yeah. And all he wanted to do was be on TV. This one, to, you know, this is interesting. Darkwing Duck. That is. This is like the third figure I've seen of him. Is that in the cloth? past? In the past, like, five years. And that's cloth material for his coat and vest and, and cape? Cloth? It, it looks like it, yeah. It does, yeah. And this is the Darkwing Duck Dynamic Eight Action. There's it's eight the number eight C T I O N heroes. I guess like action eight something like the eight point yeah, articulation. I guess. I guess. Uh, actually, possibly. Maybe that's why. He comes with multiple hands, multiple facial expressions, and wow. a grappling hook. The facial and expressions a stand. is interesting. Yeah. $68.99. Interesting. And from our good folks at Mesco, the 112 Destro from Cobra. Destro is very popular this year or last year into this you know, year. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh Hasbro licenses are becoming very popular amongst others, especially G.I. Joe. I mean, mm -hmm. Mesco has them. It's got like three different heads on this one with three different Right, I think Diamond Select we mentioned I'm, last week. I'm going to say this: that middle head is Telly Savalas painted silver. <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, and it comes with a, a multiple set of head hands. All he needs is a lollipop now. <laughs> yeah, the larger baby. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> cool. Excuse me, Kojak. You got to beat that out, Tommy. Kojak. Um, yeah, you're aging us. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Anyone doesn't know who Kojak, or I'm gonna really age us. Episode of the Twilight Zone with um. Talking oh, I'm Tina. not that old. I'm not that old. You, you know the episode though. I mean, you've seen I the do. rerun. Yeah, yeah I, rerun. That is why I don't like dolls, like um, girl dolls, like baby dolls. Talking Tina, man. I I can watch Chucky, but I do not like Talking Tina. <laughs> Voiced by the great June Foray. Sorry. <laughs> So 112 Destro comes with his soft goods, 
three heads, 12 hands, wow. $100. But he comes with a lot of stuff. He does. Clips weapons, for the gun. Yeah. yeah. He's got holsters. He's got Brief suitcases yeah. that light up. Wow. He's got a gun that you can take apart. Or... Three guns in one? Right? Yeah. It could be... I mean, it's the usual Mezco beauty, you know. Yeah. They won that, oh, that, there you a, go. That's the best picture right there. He is a happy man. He just sold it's a like bunch just, of guns. Or he walked out of the Baroness's room. I don't know. <laughs> right. Look, you can see his teeth and everything. That's that's pretty sweet. So part of the animated turtles from NECA comes the 15-inch Donatello. Interchangeable faceplates. Hands and thirty points of articulation, one twenty four ninety nine. Wow, he looks good. He looks he just does. like the Raphael one. I gotta say it again. I just used this phrase before, but those colors are popping. Yeah, you know, like there's something about. I guess it's when they they put those black um, shadowing in in the arms or, or or so forth, and you know the 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 belt and the legs and and everything that really makes it stand out more that little detail yeah it's nice work definitely and so toys r us was once again purchased and yeah. they're, they're trying to go for it at it again so the one thing i read was they're gonna maybe focus more on online retail i don't know if that's 100 percent true i really hope it's not because you really need a toy store well um, that's what i heard they're gonna start doing toy stores they may have satellite shops in malls. Okay. Although probably two at the most because we all saw what happened there. But yeah. And this I mean, here, here's my here's my hope. If they do good, if it's successful, great. However, I don't want to see people lose jobs again. I yes. don't want to see them. I don't want to see Toys R Us employees get the shaft again. Yeah. Like the previous guys or and previous people did. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, that's the only thing I'm I'm wary about. You know, twisters are such a part of our of our childhood, and it's almost sad that kids today don't have that. Yeah, you well, know. kids don't. I mean, they got though. Target, but yeah. I, I mean, mean, right now the way things are, I mean, to get a kid excited over toys right now, it, it's tough. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I don't mean to sidetrack, but yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day about Masters of the Universe Origins, and he was like, "Kids aren't playing with He Man. We're the ones buying Origins." And yeah, and that's you know that's that was true. really that was really sad when I heard. But that. but that's true for now. I mean, it might change when the Netflix show comes on. True, they might yeah, want hopefully. both sets of toys. Yeah, very but, very true. Yeah. So Hasbro Pulse is having their next fan fest April 9th. This is basically the Hasbro convention. They're going to have guests, all the same, not the same people, but they're bringing back the actors from Power Rangers and other things. I can't wait to see what they reveal. So April 9th, 11 a.m. on on the interwebs. So this be all their toy lines, Star Wars included, I guess, right? Yeah, all of them. All right, see what they have for us. Yeah, hopefully it's good. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, of Hasbro, they just announced Kingdom 
Galvatron from the Transformers line. So he looks a bit stocky to me. You know, look blocky, stocky. His his proportions look off. You know, it's, and I know uh, I know this is a kingdom figure. And my thing about Transformers right now, I couldn't wait for the 86 line or the movie 86 to come out with figures, but they look so small to me. Like the other day I was at Target, I finally saw Grimlock. He looked normal size. I wish all the 86 movie figures would be that big, but he had a hefty price tag too. So Kingdom Galvatron will also come with a matrix of leadership on a chain, just like the 86 movie. So I don't know if this is probably going to be the same one for the 86 movie. I hope not. I hope they, I hope his arms look normal. You know, I hope, I don't know. He, he just looks out of proportion to me. Well, fair enough. So if you're a Cartoon Network or Adult Swim fan, Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, is coming out with a special April 4th. And it will star Bird Girl as she takes over as CEO of Seven and Seven. <laughs> You're a fan of that, aren't you, Tom? I love Harvey Birdman. Some of my best memories are watching that show with <laughs> people. Your sister and I used to watch that, actually. And now from Tiki's Masters of the Universe Tiki's. Okay, I'm gonna say what we said. I said to you before, Tommy. Um, I don't think everything makes a good tiki. That That's said, true. Orko looks good. His colors, you know, the the, the red obviously. Battlecat is just too green. You know, the only other one I think really is nice is Skeletor, and his honestly his coloring. And this is the third time, so it's a hat trick. His coloring pops like that purple and yellow just really work well. Skeletor um, is one of those unique characters that you can take him into any different type of. Yeah. Like He-Man looks like he's trying to like crunch out a, a real <laughs> nasty dump. So it's like, I and, and Tila just, her, her face is too angular. Merman is just like. All right. That's She-Ra, but okay. Oh, that's She-Ra? Yeah. What do I call her? Tila. That was close. <laughs> is, it, is it really She-Ra? Yeah, she's got the. the I, I just PR. assumed it would be Tila because of, um, you know, He Man, Mess of the Universe. Right. I, I kind of wish they made Battle Cat red as well. Or, or red yeah. and green. You know, maybe the two different colors would make him look nicer, but. Exactly. So, Orko, Battle Cat, He Man, Skeletor, Merman, and She Ra are getting the Tiki treatment. The tiki treatment. Cheeky, cheeky. Not T, uh, not Tila, folks. Not Tila. She is not included in this wave. But um, yeah, like I said, Skeletor translates well almost in any form. It's interesting what character does and doesn't. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's so these are coming out in the spring. So look out for them. Are they a set or are they separately sold? That's a great question. I do not know. I think they're separate. Okay. That's kind of cool. At least you but can pick, you know, pick and choose. I, but. I could be wrong. Yeah, for some reason, this week's our, our press releases just came all screwy. It's a wacky time. Pretty much. <laughs> so I want to give a great shout-out and thank you to Brian Salvatore for our intro and outro music. 
Go to hashtag collectors, helping collectors if you're looking for a particular item or if you're available to help others out. Thank you to Scott Nightlick over at Spectre Creative. As usual, we are now on YouTube. Please subscribe, tell a friend, ring that bell for updates. Join the conversation at toyspodcast at gmail.com. We are all now on... Uh, I screwed up, sorry. Yes, we are now all on your favorite podcasting platforms. So please subscribe, give us a rating, do both. Tell a friend, spread the word. Please enjoy our newest podcast, Rocketeer Radio, hosted by Ian Westoff, Thank the you, Rocketeer sir. genius. He oh. knows so much about the Rocketeer. He he flies around the house by himself. <laughs> That's Thank what he does for fun. He you're flies. Very, you're very kind. And if I may, please, um, people of Eternia. What? Tommy Romero. Who? The man. You. What? People of Eternia. Yeah. The best podcast out there. Um, you want to hear about people who worked on He-Man or anything Masters of the Universe? This is the site to go. That's the podcast to listen to. Tommy really so is He-Man, believe it or not. You so know, he actually has the power sword and turns into He-Man. I'll be honest with you. I, it's no, you know, it's no secret. I've always wanted to do that since I was a child. So, I, <laughs> just a couple of uh, house cleaning. April sixth, head on over to Kickstarter and support our man Rob McCallum for Faking Filmation. It's the documentary about the story of one James Etock, who made a basically his fan created filmation episode of Faker. Interesting. And not only that, Rob's going to give you the whole spectrum since cavemen were carving on walls about the history of animated film. That's cool. Another shout out to our friend Pixel Dan. His book, The Toys of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, is coming out next month. If you love He-Man, if you love toys, just buy this book. It's on Amazon. You can go to the power-con.com and you can get not only the toys, but a character guide compendium supplement. You can know all about He-Man. So pick those up, especially and, if you love toys. And the more you learn, the more that books like this are supported, the more like likely that we'll get other books will be quicker to be published about other toy lines. And if there's a toy line that you like, um, you wish you had a book out. And if you're not writing it, somebody out there might be. So we got to support everybody in the toy industry. Um, yeah. Don't, don't give away our ideas. I'm sorry. Yes. We got books. Coming out. It was about Barbie, but I'm sorry. About Barbie. Barbie and Cabbage Patch Kids, you know, yeah, yeah. the ongoing struggle. Premies. No, actually, we shouldn't even talk about books. That was our lowest-rated show. Uh, so, well, it's been a crazy time. Crazy yeah, time. yeah. We'll we'll chalk it up to that. <laughs> so, I'm Tom Romero. I mean, my stuff. Play with your toys. There we go. Play with your toys. <laughs> we'll see you next week.
Hi, I'm Marvelous Joe. And I'm his twin brother, Johnny DC. And together, we host the Dynamic Duel Podcast, a weekly show where we debate who has the superior characters between Marvel and DC, which we help prove through stat-based simulations of battles between your favorite Marvel and DC characters. We also review the latest Marvel and DC films to hit theaters. We'd love to have you come listen as we have a blast every Tuesday. Check out Dynamic Duel at dynamicduel.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Did you watch the X-Men cartoon as a kid? Did you buy Spider-Man number one the day it came out? Did you collect superhero trading cards and action figures? Then have we got the podcast for you. That's right, it's Wizards, Wizards, the the podcast podcast guide to to comics. The exciting show where Adam, that's me, and Michael, that's me, will take you through the 90s comic book boom through the pages of Wizard Magazine, one issue at a time. We have so much fun reliving that crazy time of chromium covers and speculative comic book buying. Plus, we get to see where this whole hubbub about superhero movies really began. So we invite you to join us every other week on the Retro Network podcast feed. We can't wait to go back in time and uh, flip through those comic books you used to read. So we'll see you then. And until next time, keep your books bagged and boarded. Uh-huh.